Are we on the air? So I swear to God, man. So this nigga was like, my foot sleeping on the gas. No brake pads, no such thing as last. And after that day, after he told me those wise, wise words, I sat down. I thought about it. I recollected everything which was inside of me, which was myself, my energy. What the fuck? I'm doing how I'm moving and constructing around these streets. What the fuck I'm doing in my life. And told myself after that, I'm not I'm not settling for mediocre. I'm not settling for mediocrity. I'm bigger than life. I'm bigger than this shit. I'm bigger than a regular nine to five. I'm bigger than the just just fucking just thinking of this regular bullshit that people just go through, like, uh, on an everyday basis. Like, I'm fucking bigger than talking about traffic jam. I'm bigger than talking about my day has been bad. I swear to God, folks. Like, this show is one of those things that you're not going to hear anything else just like it. It's like this, the Low Mains Asylum show, God damn you, my hands down. I'm so proud of it in one thing, man, because how genuine it fucking is. Sometimes, man, we don't take out nothing, okay? So all the conversations are there. We don't want you to go to, like, it's like, cool, I want you to jam to a fucking podcast and call it a podcast and everything, but I don't want you to think about this show like every other show, man. I don't want you to think about it that, oh, every two seconds, we're going to take a commercial break and we're going to talk about mattresses, mattresses for 20% off. No one is trying to fucking order a mattress nowhere remotely close on a podcast. And other shows fucking get sponsorships by that and like everything. I think we just need to get sponsored by real shit, man. And since day motherfucking one, all the listeners out there know what the fuck I'm talking about. We've been trying to yell at Red Bull. So Red Bull, here it is again, man. This is a genuine ass motherfucking show. This is called the Low Main Asylum Show. And it's your boy Low Main talking to you, aka Mr. Extra Guac on your motherfucking burrito. AKA Two-Tone Tony Tone, a.k.a. the Wood Tip Chiefa, a.k.a. El Uda Khan. All right? You don't know where the fuck you came, a.k.a. El Takate 69. Pull up on your boy, bro. It's just out here, man. So, I just want you to think about one thing and one thing only, man. When you listen to the show, just know that... We are doing it just for you, and we are being genuine just for you. Like, the listener, you come first, man. You come way before I do. And, like, how fucking selfish am I because, like, the whole fucking show, like, it's, you know, like, named after me. But you come first, man. So, because I can't call the show, like, all of your guys' names. So, the asylum it is, man. So, the asylum, if you guys don't know what the fuck asylum means, I think some of y'all niggas... (laughs) that don't read books are probably sitting at home right now, like probably thinking to yourself like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like the low main asylum show, you know, the title, you know, that like, as soon as you hear it, like, but you're like, yo, like that's the homie. Like, yeah, man. Like I fuck with him. I don't, I don't know that much people that don't fuck with me. Like I'm not trying to boast or like anything, but I'm pretty cool. And I think that other people are pretty cool. Hey bro. I'm that type of friend that I'll just let you be yourself. I don't give a fuck. Like, you don't got to try to impress me or anything, man. You just be yourself, and me and you are going to get along quite well. If you try to be fake, 
I'm an asshole and I will call you out in front of people. So, yeah, so that's how that one goes. But <clears throat> the show, The Asylum, okay, back in the days, ladies and gentlemen, when um, when mental illness would happen, you know, like in the good old days where um, America was still being racist and uh, Europeans were still killing each other over land. I mean, you know, t like typical Tuesday shit. <laughs> but um, so back in those days when like mental illness was not given a word and people who were practicing, you know, science and um, hedonistic rituals. I kid you not, man, we're just being uh, burned and tortured for witchcraft and shit. So in these days when the primitive mind existed, when people would be mentally scarred in like such actions, man, because I like, think about it, bro, like you're living in a cool place like um like but you call it a country but like like it's really not a country and like no one really has a map at this time like no one really has a phone for like all you fucking like young kids so <laughs> so you but you didn't even call it a town you lived there for like three generations like you know but your dad just herd sheep all fucking day, you know, and like mom just, you know, mom did that cliche typical shit that like mom used to do back in the days. Like she hung some shit up on the um clothesline. I'd even fucking like I could even think about that word. I was like, the fuck is that shit that they used to do? Like we just call it a dryer now, but fuck it. <laughs> so <laughs> um so moms would just cook food, yell at kids and beat kids and uh, hang clothes on clothesline, you know, just regular as what moms do back in 1876. I, I just made up that year. So <clears throat> at this time, and like just hypothetically three generation, you know, dad's doing all this and uh, some other neighboring town who also thinks that they're a country is like, you know what, man, I want more land. So we're going to pillage. Uh, we're going to get, um, so we're going to keep all the kids and the ladies, but we're going to kill all the men off because that's a, like, it's like just hu like human ways of like thinking about that. That's very sad. Like that is a sad thing, man. Like they just come in and they just annihilate town after town. And like, they were just killing motherfuckers off by like the thousands, like fucking nigga streets were like literally just rivers of blood back in the days man so that shit happens right so like as soon as that shit happens it just yeah like on a human note it's sad but it's i think on like just like a chess game type shit that's the most genius motherfucking thing of all time man you keep the kids to raise future generations of your country then you keep the females it, 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 like back in the days like you know sex trafficking was a big thing i don't condone sex trafficking do not get me wrong but back in the days you know it's to make your shit bigger you know like which you had to do some grimy ass shit and these niggas were out there just doing some grimy ass shit and they killed all the niggas off so just picture just every single dude like just dying off your dad your uncle the dude that lives across the street that you really don't like because like one of his sheep likes to come into your place and like you know all of that shit but like like you literally watched everybody die and you got away because like you just ran away and then like you played that shit in your head over and over and over and you didn't speak to nobody 
Then one day, man, you went to like another town, like people pushed you around, but you were a peasant. Motherfuckers were throwing shit out windows back in the day, like, like these days, okay? You could even flush shit, man. They were throwing it out the second story window. Let's just say hypothetically one of those shits just hit you in the face. And then you snapped. As soon as you snap, it's like, what the fuck is going on, man? It's uh, like, I'm tired of this bullshit. Like, my whole fucking family died. My Like, my whole town got taken over. I had aspirations to, like, marry and, like, you know, continue our history, like, inside this house and have kids and all of that shit. But all of that shit, like, got taken away. And then you snap, man, and you're not the same anymore, bro. Like, so, like, crazy, right? So back in those days, they would, like, literally just try to do some crazy shit. Like, probably, like, try to put a pin into your, like, fucking eye to tap your brain to, like, try to, like, like, hey, brain, calm down. And, like, they think that, like, oh, well, if we just poke the front of his brain twice, like, the brain is just gonna stop doing, like, you know, like, what the fucking, like, the brain is doing. They just think that randomly, like, a brain's like a fucking computer, like, which you can just fucking go to file, shut down type shit. <clears throat> but no. So they, like, so they started practicing shit like that, a.k.a., Phlebotomy. Is it is it phlebotomy or is it lobotomy? Phlebot phlebotomy? Is it phlebotomy? <laughs> so like we're gonna check while we still talk about this. Phlebotomy, the definition of phlebotomy is the practice of drawing blood from the patients and taking the blood specimens to the laboratory to prepare for testing. It's not a phlebotomy then it definitely has to be lobotomy. Lobotomy, how do you spell that? L-O-B-O-lobotomy. Hey, I just used my fucking phonics. Did you see that? Lobotomy or lusotomy is a form of psychosurgery, a neurosurgical, a neurosurgical treatment of a mental disorder that involves severing connections in the prefrontal cortex. Most of the connections to and from the prefrontal cortex, the anterior part of the prefrontal lobes of the brain are severed. So that shit alone right there, man, like they thought that just taking that off like was going to like change you, but like it didn't. They used to first do that, like, in, like, trap houses, kind of, man. Like, so, like, they used to do that in, like, in dungeons, all that types of shit. But <clears throat> people thought of such a great idea because, you know, the Black Plague was going on at that time. Motherfuckers were dying about shit like that you should not, like, really be dying about. And hospitals were still making money, just bringing in all this fucking cash. And people were still dying. So... Hospitals weren't doing anything, so people came together. They're like, hey, man, so we need to stop killing off all this fucking, like, mentally crazy people. Or back in the days, they called you possessed. They thought that you were possessed by some demon, something. Poor child was just hurting, and motherfuckers out here calling, like, people demons and shit, man. Man, fuck history, bro. <laughs> but, um, so... Like, so they thought that you were possessed and without just killing you off by trying to do like a lobotomy, but like they would just take it too far and like just go into others like types of surgery and shit. Honestly, they made a place to gather everybody because they really thought that in like some way, shape, how they could really change the person with 
heavy. Uh, and I'm talking about, man, large. I'm talking about grandiose amounts of drugs and lobotomy. They thought that if they can tipper tapper on the prefrontal cortex about like twice a day and give you a lot of drugs in like two months, you'll be a-okay. You will be a stable citizen ready to go outside. Motherfuckers were going more crazy in there. They kept dying. Um, it was, it's wild that a lot of people did not end up in there wearing, uh, like, like they did not end up going in there wearing a straight jacket, but by, uh, in their duration inside of the asylum, like they had a, like a straight jacket on. So, uh, insane asylum. And so like the whole like term is insane asylum. So insane asylum is a house of crazy people. I wanted to take you on that wild tangent because I need you to plant that shit in your head. Like words hold, you know, like some words hold weight. So when you say the words, man, like, like, but you got to feel like where like the words came from. And like, now you know where asylum came from. And this is the definition. Um, if you want to like, if this is Theo and the longer name is Theodore, like the whole name is the Low Mains Insane Asylum show. But we're not going to put insane in there because we're going nowhere damn close to those fucking weirdos that paint their faces. Insane Clown Posse. They have like three great songs other than that, man. You guys are just weird. Like, I would want to meet you like one day, honestly, man. But no, you guys are just weird. Yeah, no, I don't want to meet you. And like the gathering of the juggalos, bro, like they're a whole gang now. Like that shit, like I don't get, like the juggalos are, um, y'all say some shit that is pretty dope though. Like y'all, that whoop whoop, <laughs> that shit's pretty fire, my guy. So the whole, we're going nowhere close to the insane clown posse, you know, but shots out to them. Um, I really hope that you guys are still making music out there, touring. I really hope that your whole fa like family's out there dope, like positive shit, man. I just think that y'all are just weird. It's fine though, you know. Uh, it takes a lot for me to call you weird, and you know, just dicky shorts and painted faces. That's where I draw the line, you know. If you're not clown dancing like in the hood, I don't know what the fuck you doing. <laughs> but. That's like the longer name, but it doesn't even like sound cool with like, you know, insane asylum show. Like it's no one wants to hear. So we just went straight to it. Low Mains Asylum Show. You know, this is the asylum and the asylum technically doesn't even have to be like an actual building, like a physical building. The asylum could literally just be your mind somewhere in your mind that you go. Me personally, if you ask me, Low Main, I I'll tell you. I love, and I mean this with everything inside of my, everything inside of me, I love hanging out in my mind. Like, when I tell you I'd rather hang out in my mind than talk to you, that's saying a lot, and I mean it with everything like I, like I stand for. But my mind used to be a disastrous place. Like, it was a storm in there, fucking, you know, and it was just me being young trying to like trying to find like just trying to find your name kind of like you know so like but there was a lot of storms you know like a lot of setbacks um a lot of things that happened in life but the rule number one man like thing i learned in life to kind of 
clear my mind like in a way is like you can't keep blaming yourself for everything you know and sometimes when like things are out of your control you still feel some way somehow selfishly and i'm gonna say that like right now ding 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 selfishly you feel like it's your fault but it's not about you like like none of the shit that you keep playing on and on and on and on and on and on and on in your head is about you none of that shit like you did some actions you got out of it bro settle that shit man stop trying to live or trying to relive past like past encounters and stuff man because that shit alone will break you as the person that you are and you'll get no answers out of it man they say you know scientifically they say your brain spends 76 percent of its day okay your brain Okay, the shit that you're listening to me right now, like I'm speaking words and then you hear the words and your brain is telling you what the words mean. Okay, that shit, that shit that you are understanding me with right now, spend 76% of the day reliving past experiences and trying to find other outcomes for them. Think about that, yo relives past experiences and tries to find other types of different outcomes you can't find different outcomes why because it happened once it's done forget it yo man forgive yourself give yourself a fucking chance man and i keep telling like a lot of people like in life man that we are quick to forgive like our family members or our, like our our loved ones or you know someone that wronged us or hurt us and like you know like so, like some type of way we're quick to forgive them because we love them but we're not quick to forgive ourselves do you not love yourself is like is that the thing that like we need to speak about cuz like we could go you know, like we can open this up layer by layer, just like an onion, but love yourself, king and queen, whoever is listening. It, this life is for you. You live it. You do what the fuck you want to do. And I kid you not, man, you can't do what you want to do now if you're still living in the past. So uh, I stopped living in the past. I forgave myself for like a lot of things, you know. I found peace, and at the same time, man, now I got a beautiful last mind that is just hilarious, man. Like, sometimes, bro, like, I think that I'm broken because, like, I think about some crazy, sick-ass jokes, but I'm just laughing, like, by myself, and, like, a lot of people's like, what the fuck are you laughing at, Ollie? I'm like, no, nah, man, just don't even worry about it, because, like, I don't even want to, like, say it out loud, but it's fucking hilarious, bro, and I, um... I catch myself laughing more at my own jokes like than I do like at other people's jokes and <laughs> that's just a beautiful mind man um back in the days it like and it's a weird thing because like I always like I feel like if I could say this in like the best way possible like I am my own best friend <laughs> I know that sounds weird but I really am like I'm my own best friend and uh all that came about because um, about six years ago, when I used to eat meat and shit, uh, I went to Panda, and and 
at a time in my life that like I needed it the most, like I actually like read something out of a fortune cookie that like I was like, damn, like it's not just like just funny. Matter of fact, next time that you go to an Asian restaurant or something, uh, when you get the fortune cookie, read it out loud and just put the quote in bed after. Like it's like um, if your thing is like um, you will find great success. Um, so if you read it, like you will find great success in bed. That shit's just hilarious, man. Like it's childish, but it's fucking hilarious. So, uh, back to the story. So a moment in my life that like, I really just like needed, like I needed something, man. I needed guidance. I needed, you know, I was troubled. I was highly violent. Um, and like, that's not even like a bad thing, but like, I think like I just dealt with my angers in my like emotions just through fucking you know fighting and shit like oh man back in the days bro like i think to this day still but like back in the days like it was like 100 percent now like it's just like 35 percent but back in the days bro i wanted all the smoke okay like every single bit of the smoke bring it to my face nigga we can handle it like that shit was and like if you really think about it bro like I really hated myself, like, cause like I think like I was like heavily drinking, like like just doing like all types of fucking preposterous ass drugs and like all that shit, and that just tells you in the sense that I really didn't like like myself because like I wasn't taking care of myself, like you know, man, I'm out here trying like every day trying to fucking like all right, man, I'm gonna try to do everything to try to you know put me on my back and like. And if I pass out, go to sleep and wake up tomorrow, I lose, you know, and I would never lose, man. What the fuck? Like, who the fuck do I look like? They call me El Huracan for a reason. <laughs> so I would never lose and shit, bro. So after like a moment of just, you know, you waking up, looking around and, you know, like the party's still raging, but you're just fucking dead inside, you know? You got to just, you got to wake up and smell the roses, man. You got to wake up and smell the coffee, you know, like the hangover's finally here and you got to deal with some shit. So when I was dealing with like everything, um, I went to Panda Express, you know, I got my food. So I sat down and I don't like fortune cookies, honestly. Like it's like, I don't like to eat the fortune cookie. I do love to actually read it. I never eat the fortune cookie and like anyone that knows me well, like it's, I'll just break it open, take the paper out and like, I'll just give the other person like, Hey, like, you know, eat this cookie. I just wanted the message inside of it. So, uh, on that day, it said like one of the most greatest sayings that I will never forget for like the rest of my life. And it said, if you befriend yourself, you will never be alone. And that shit, like, it, like stood with me man because like I was like thinking to myself I was like you know like what the fuck like you know that's kind of crazy like anyone that talks to themselves like more than like anything else is like fucking weird but uh do you know geniuses talk to themselves way more than they talk to other people and when I found that out and like after like I started talking to myself more it's a beautiful thing bro I rather like low-key love going to movies by myself one of my most favorite things to fucking do i love going to movies by my damn self and uh low-key because i like to talk to myself driving home after the fucking movie like about what did i think i can like fully 
talk out my whole like brain and like I can try to like back up shit with like a thesis or like you know like this happened and this happened and this happened and it sounds weird to you but it's fucking genius try it next time go to a movie like by yourself I I fucking dare you niggas to go to a movie by yourself go home and just critique it and like just be on your motherfucking bougie ass behavior smoking a blunt like you know what my nigga that shit made me feel like this because this, this, and that, and this, and this. So, it, it just, when you befriend yourself, it's a beautiful thing, man. And, like, I think my mind is the most beautiful thing. And inside of my mind, uh, the place that I like to visit the, like the most is the asylum. Where you guys come and hang out. Where we have all our crazy ass like motherfucking characters that we always have on this show. Shouts out to the Macaroni Man. Shouts out to Pickle Rick. Shouts out to the mom of the year on Vice. Okay, I'm just throwing it out there. She is the number one mom of the year. Bernice, shouts out to her. Man, she pulled up last week and had a mom episode. If you did not hear that, check that shit out. It's, I just wanted to just take this beautiful Tuesday, like in the spring out and just tell y'all motherfuckers, man, like how much y'all mean and what the fuck we like, we're actually doing here. You know, like the asylum is bigger than everything, man. It's if this shit is hip hop, this is bigger than rap. Okay. Like the shit alone, like it's a movement, man. Like the low mains asylum, like as soon as you like just but you even got to pledge nothing, all right? Like, just <laughs> pull up. That's it. So, like, and, like, as soon as you just, like, you know, like, fuck with the show, bro, it's kind of hard, like, to fuck with any other show, like, after this show, man. Like, the genuineness and all that shit, it's alone, man. Like, we like we can't be touched. And on that note, this is the Lone Man's Asylum Show. It's your boy, Ali. Thank you for joining me on another fucking beautiful Tuesday. It's a short, short episode, but we're going to keep it just like a 30-minute fucking Disney Channel show back in the days because I want you to get back to your Tuesday, and I want you to use everything that I told you on your daily day, man. So this week, guys, I got one challenge for you. Be yourself. Work harder than you ever worked. Have a good time doing it, man. Fresh Prince of the underscore West on Instagram, if you ever want to find me on Instagram, I post a lot of shit. I comment back. You know, if you talk to me, I talk back. I barely posted a picture of the the most amazing place in the world, the bees. Uh, so if you want to check out how the bees actually really looks, there's a picture on my Instagram. Fresh Prince of the underscore West. Check out your boy. Low May, no, it's, yeah, it's Low May 1990 on Snapchat, Snapchat's more funnier, we got Motivational Monday on there, man, that I try to motivate you guys, we got, uh, the show drops on Tuesdays, and, like, the fucking swipe up videos are the most amazing thing that has ever touched Earth, alright, now, thirdly, Hateful Wednesdays also drops on Wednesday, and just, like, make sure to check that out, and, like, I just tell you one thing that I do hate, and we got a new segment that also drops on Tuesdays now, too. And we are calling it Toast for the Douchebags Tuesday. So we give out one, you know, good old shout out or, you know, one toast to a douchebag out there. Now, fuck with your boy. Just more importantly, guys, just remember, drink your water, tip your bartender. Peace.